Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good afternoon to all you texters and twitchers out there as well. Twitch chat. Text have been flying. Uh, my friend, uh, Lord Stephen Gaspar. Yeah, what's he's Lord a Stephen real, up to? He's a real lord. He's got. They did the the thing in Scotland where you buy a small parcel of land and oh, you, you become, become a, lord? a lord. Yeah, that's legit. It's actually what I. You know what? I should be a lord. You know what? That's what yeah. I'm. I've now decided that is what I'm going to get you for a uh, baby number two present. A little piece of land. A little piece of land, nice. so you can be Lord Richard Keith. I like it. That would be good. Protect my land with my sword. But uh, Lord Gaspar says, uh, hey, what about Tatum's shoulder tonight? Is that an X factor? It's a good point for I would Lord. like to see him knock down a few more threes. The last three games, he has really struggled from the outside. So I think that's one thing to keep an eye on tonight with him. All right. Joining us now on the Harbor One hotline is, uh, as John Anderson put in a tweet last week, Optimist Prime. But you know what Will Fleming was? <laughs> He was right, way more right mm-hmm. than wrong about Trevor Story and this team, one of the voices of the Red Sox. They'll have the call tonight of the Red Sox taking on the crappy Baltimore Orioles. Our friend Will Fleming on the Harbor One Hotline. Will, good afternoon. How are you, weary traveler? Yes, Lord Gresh, Lord Keith, I'm doing well. We are a little bleary-eyed, but uh, we, we got to Logan at 445 last night, so uh, hoping that uh, it's the right op- opponent for the, uh, the Red Sox. I would forgive them if today and the next couple days uh, they're a little bit uh, under it. But the way they're swinging the bats right now, I, I don't think anything, Mother Nature or lack of sleep or anything, can stop this offense the way they're going. I mean, Trevor's story really is remarkable from month to month. And I don't know if it was just changing teams, changing positions, changing leagues, just a slow start or whatever it was. But he also, and Alex Cora pointed this out, Will, Last season wasn't his best season. It was really the two seasons prior to that that a lot of Red Sox fans were looking at and hoping they could duplicate. But what has it been in uh, that, that you've seen over this last 10 games plus where he just seemingly can't get out and he's just driving the ball out of the ballpark? Well, for one thing, um, everybody's on base in front of him, right? It seems like every time he comes up, there are two or three guys on base, uh, which is why you can have you know as many RBIs 21 RBIs in a seven-game span is just ludicrous. Um, and he's hitting the ball in the air, too. Um, you know, the, 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 the launch angle, for a lack of a better, less dorky term, I mean, he's just hitting the ball in the air, and he's pulling it a lot, which is one of the reasons the Red Sox wanted to bring him over, because Fenway is a great ballpark for him, but guess what? Uh, so is every ballpark in the world with, with what he's been doing lately. So I think it's mostly just he got comfortable. Um, and I, he got healthy, and he got comfortable, and it warmed up a little bit, and he adjusted to a new environment and a new group, and uh, 
he's really gelled really well with everybody in that clubhouse. And, and uh, you know, it's just so key to have that extra layer with, with all that J.D. and Devers and Bogarts have done to have one or two more guys doing it. Of course, now the Red Sox have seven or eight guys who are doing it. Um, but it's just it's made all the difference in the world when you're not squandering all those chances because we know that was the story the first month. They had all kinds of chances and just couldn't get the big hit. Well, now it seems like Trevor Story comes up in all the big spots and gets all the big hits. Yeah, Will, it's also interesting that uh, batting average is denounced nowadays in big league baseball. Well, it doesn't matter about batting average until you have the league's leading hitter that is a sneaky, quiet part of your offense. Nobody is really talking very much, Will, about J.D. Martinez, and all he's doing is leading the league in hitting. Isn't that amazing? I mean, how great is the Red Sox offense right now? they got a guy who's threatening to hit 400, <laughs> and he's kind of under the radar. Yeah. Um, and by the way, there are idiots because it matters. I mean, it, maybe it's not the most predictive stat of run production, but when you get on base and you get hits, I'll take it. And J.D. is, what, 17? For, all they could do to get him out was bring in a second baseman to pitch. Um, everything is loud. Everything is, is amazing with him right now. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if it weren't for Trevor Story, J.D. Martinez would be the talk of the entire American League. Uh, it's amazing to have two guys going on that level. Uh, at the same time. And, Will, there's so much attention and discussion about Xander Bogart's future, Rafael Devers' future, even you know Nathan Avaldi. We're not really talking about J.D. Martinez, like Gresh said, on the field, but even the, the off-the-field part of it, he's in a contract year. He's looking like a guy that you probably want to re-sign. Even at his age, he's, he's hitting the crap out of it, and it's not like there's a guy that's definitely going to take his spot next year. So, I would say as far as priorities are concerned, he's got to be uh, up there in the mix. Well, it's sort of a catch-22, isn't it, guys, where you know, it's a good problem to have when you're the GM or the president of baseball, as I am Bloom is, when you got so many guys that are doing a, a wonderful job that you want to keep them all. Um, I think in a, the reality is you can't keep them all. Um, you just can't. Uh, J.D.'s making himself a lot of money, especially with the universal DH uh, in the other league now and – uh, you'd love to have him. And I, I, look, it's, it just proves how, how awesome he's been for this organization since 2018. I mean, I think you really have to go back to David Ortiz to think of a guy over a five-year span who's done more offensively. The numbers are ridiculous in terms of every single year predictable production. Um, and I think in some ways in our market we take him for granted because guys fall in love with the Mookie Betts of the world and the Xanders and the Rats with reason, right? Because mm-hmm. they're homegrown guys that people have known since they've basically been teenagers. Uh, But in terms of overall production in the whole sport, J.D. is right there with anybody. Uh, And we'll see. I mean, he's a Scott Boris guy, so we know what that means. Uh, And there will be a lot of people who are knocking on his door. Yeah, it felt like we kept waiting for him to opt out. You know, he had that contract with all those opt-out clauses, and you kept waiting for him to opt out. The 2020 season, which was bad for the team, was also bad for him, and he kept opting back in. But the way he's going, I mean, maybe you already answered it. It seems like maybe maybe he's going to price himself out, like even if the Red Sox want him and even if he wants to stay, somebody's probably going to offer him uh, a lot at this point, wouldn't you think? Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, I think if you think about and listen to him the last couple of years, he's like Xander in that he wants to win. And and I think that's one of the things that differentiates those two guys. And I think Devers is the same way. They're not dumb. They realize that going to Kansas City for $40 million a year ain't all it's cracked up to be. You know, playing in front of a packed house at Fenway Park in the AL East in a franchise that always is going to spend money 
and wants to win is worth a whole lot. And so I think the JD, just like Xander, they're going to they're gonna value that too. I mean, it's not just a straight cash grab for either of those guys. It'll just be a matter of what the market looks like and whether or not the Red Sox can get close to what the free market will offer them. Will Fleming has the call of the game tonight right here on the Shaws and Star Market, WEEI Red Sox Network, 710 first pitch. Pre-game begins at 610, and Will, as you know, it is a five-gamer against the really crappy Baltimore Orioles. Yes. How are the Red Sox set up from a pitching standpoint to deal with five games in four days? Well, really well. I mean, I think, you know, you get the 27th man, and they haven't announced it officially, but I, I think it's almost a certainty that Josh Winkowski is going to come up uh, and start one of those games. Whitlock tonight, Evaldi in one of the games, the doubleheader, and then Winkowski. And I think there'll be some movement in addition to that, guys. I, this would be a time where you might see uh, the rare case where a position player goes down to come get another arm, a little bit more length in that bullpen, because uh, I think they'll probably need it. Um, you know, baseball's a funny game. You can never predict anything. But if you're going to have this stretch, really the Orioles are the perfect opponent. And they've shown some signs they're a little bit better. You know, they're friskier this year than last. But uh, it, as I said at the top, the Red Sox are run down. They will be tired today and tomorrow. But this does look like a stretch where you can really make hay. And, you know, I, 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 I did predict this. I have to remind you guys that this was going to happen with this offense and this team. But the Orioles were a big part of it. I didn't think it'd be already. I felt like I was factoring in the Orioles and the Reds games in a big part of that. So you really have to cash it in now. Now that you've done the great job with the Astros and Rangers and Mariners and White Sox, now you really got to pay this thing off. And you can't play baseball this way. It doesn't work this way in reality. But I think anything less than a 4-1 and weekend would be a real disappointment for the Red Sox. Going back to Garrett Whitlock, we've asked you about him throughout the entire season. He's been one of their best pitchers for sure. However, if you look at the numbers right now, he has started more games than he has pitched out of relief. He has a 4.7 ERA as a starter, a .93 ERA as a reliever. I understand it's small sample sizes, but is the rotation still the best spot for Whitlock, or would you consider moving him back to the you know closer or late in the game? Uh, I mean, you know, as you know, I don't get paid to make those decisions, but there's no question it's an interesting discussion. Um, it has not been as good as a starter. Now, they want him to be there long term, and I totally understand that. Um, and they're going to give him a long runway to figure this thing out. But it's just a different mentality. Um, and I think one of the things that happens, guys, is that when you know you're going to see him as a starter, you game plan for him, and that's harder on anybody. Whereas, you know, in the past, out of the bullpen, you know he's out there, and he's probably like the number one weapon you don't want to see come out of bullpen. But hitters don't know when it's going to come, and they're facing a starter and a couple other left-handed relievers, and in comes this guy throwing 96 with a changeup, and that's much more difficult. It's kind of a sneak attack. Whereas now, I think what's happened is hitters are kind of game-planning for the changeup for Whitlock and forcing him to beat them with sliders, uh, and that's been a problem for him. It's all part of the evolution of becoming a starting pitcher is developing those third and fourth pitches uh, so long-term, I'm not worried about him. But to answer your question, they're definitely going to have to think long and hard about that, especially as guys like Paxton and Sale get healthy. And then, of course, hopefully, people like Winkowski and Bayo and others can fill in spots in your big league rotation. Well, Will Fleming, he's got young kids. He's landing at 5 o'clock in the morning and still good enough to get up and uh, talk to us for 10 minutes on uh, what is going to be a very busy weekend over at Fenway Park. Will, thanks for the time. We appreciate it, and we will uh, we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. 
My pleasure. Next time you see my wife, you got to buy her a drink because this is taking from <laughs> her time. I've got baseball time later tonight, but uh, always a pleasure to be with you guys. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.